But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode and edition of the Chop. Did you just wave? I did. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> of the Chop Sports Daily coming to you live from Chop Studios down here in Matawan, New Jersey, aka New York City, aka wherever we like it to be, because we can do we have the capabilities to do that here at Chop Studios. But it is Sturch, it is Gooch, it is Wrestling Rob behind the glass, A5, Anthony back from his uh, sabbatical. Uh, he was out yesterday because he he lied right to my face, said he didn't feel good, uh, went to some kind of soccer game that nobody cares about, and then uh, he's back. So, um, no, I'm kidding. I uh, hope everybody's doing well out there. It is a Thursday. That means week two is here. Can't wait. Can't wait. Bart's got emoji, um, gif, whatever you want to call it. Uh, very pumped about that. Lots to get into, obviously. But if you want to support Chop Sports, do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That's the way to do it. Three, five, ten dollars are how we do it. Listen, I don't say this crap for my health, okay? Join the goddamn Patreon, okay? That'd be great. It helps us out tremendously. Plus, you get involved with everything the Break Buds are about to do. They're doing another break tonight, uh, right before the game. So if you're in it, you got to be in it to win it. So become a Patreon member today. Gooch, you have yourself a uh, pretty good rundown, and the rundown is being brought to you by the Fusco Insurance Agency. Please visit FuscoInsuranceAgency.com for all the services that he (laughs) provides. FuscoInsuranceAgency.com. There it is right there on the screen. The rundown is about to happen. Gooch, have at it, bro. So the rundown is about to happen, Dave. The Roger Federer, the tennis goat, Oof. retires from the the sport of tennis. Somebody's I don't, check on Dr. I don't Chuck. know much. I don't know much about Roger Federer or tennis, but I do know he's made his way into several Little Wayne lyrics. So to me that means you're the goat in tennis because Little Wayne's talking about you. Oh, all right. That, that Mixtape king. Sure. Um baseball, Yankees swept the um Yankees swept the Red Sox. No real news there. The Red Sox are garbage. Hello, Rob. I'm talking to you. And, and hello, Fielding, by the way, Mr. Center Nestor, Fielder. Nestor Cortez is hit him right in the top with of a the solid head. he's that was his first start back, right, Nestor? Uh, second. Second start back. So Nestor found his groove again, and that's very positive. Would they win eight out of ten? Eight Yankee, of ten. Yankees are we are still talking nice about them roll. sucking? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. but look. Eight of ten is eight of ten. That's 800 baseball. It's it's not. You want to um, throw were, dates ba- on it? They were playing like three. Don't worry about what they were playing. Don't worry about what they were playing. Two-month stretch. But it's good to have the Yankees back for the playoff stretch. Can I cut you off real quick with a contest? Yes. Okay. So those of you who are watching right now, uh, there is a contest going on starting right now exclusively to YouTube and our viewers only. This will not be posted in the Facebook group, even if it was brought up as uh, a topic of conversation. But right now, um, if you can guess right now accurately um, the amount of home runs that Aaron Judge will finish with, Absolute Eyewear is giving away a pair of Costa Del Mar, <laughs> Costa's sunglasses. They're really, really nice, actually. You probably can't see them, but they're very, yeah, you can. Are they're we allowed dope. to guess? Uh-huh. Are we allowed to guess? Yeah, uh, yeah right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, How many games are left? I'm not allowed to guess. No, well, we can guess, too. And here's the thing. So this is where it gets tricky because there's going to be many people that guess the same amount, That's right? True. Right. So she's making it a rat race of sorts. So if you can guess it, if everybody says 65, whatever, 
if there's multiple people that say the Tony the number, D. some people are in already. So Tony sixty-three, D. Tony D. Uh, all right, Mark saying sixty-nine, <laughs> giggity. Uh, Scoop's coming in with sixty-two. So obviously these comments will be up here. Um, yeah, you might want to run them down. Maybe you got them over there. In yeah, case you are okay, yeah, yeah. so basically, here's the rules if you nail it on the head and you're the only one to guess that number, you win. If you nail it on the head and you're one of, I don't know, three or four people to guess that number, the first person to just first two, first two people to get on over to Absolute Eyewear will get the pair of sunglasses That's for free. Deal. So you got to get over there. So, so, Rob, what's your guess? I'm gonna say how many games are left? I was, I think, 18. Yes, 18. I'm gonna say, what's he at 57? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say 66. 66 out of Rob. I'm going to go with 65. I can use a new pair of Ray. Uh, the Tosta Del Ma. Uh, th- <laughs> those uh, sunglasses. Give me those. And you in on this? Uh, you don't have to take You can duplicate and just get your ass there. That's all. I'll take 64. 64. All right. I'll, 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 I'll race you. 64. 64. <laughs> Chances are so you're going to get together. there because he's here all day so that you have the advantage there. But there's the contest brought to yeah, you by like tomorrow. He's going to show up and he's going to be like, <laughs> not, see you. No, it's actually not tomorrow. Well, because... it's 18 days from yeah. now or 18 games from now. Uh, so that's Absolute Eyewear's contest. They're running it. The home run challenge. You can continue to. All right. Kyle Kerm's coming in with a 60. So you can write that down as well. Uh, Kyle's been very, very Kyle, accurate. That's, with, a pe- that's a piece of shit prediction. That's basically Kyle three right more home there. runs. That he's means three fading, out of every Kyle six games. fading judge, Kyle and he's probably going to win. You know what, Kyle? I saw That's like the price is right when you guess a dollar. Dollar bop. <laughs> it's Kyle like, right oh, okay. Uh, I used to hate people like My that. My mother's actually. in on 68. Mom. Oh, Judy's coming in there. Judy, getting involved here with Absolute Eyewear. <laughs> yeah, right. We got to drive. We got to go together. She's, she's um, looking at a big week out of judge. So I'm also... Uh, I want to say to Kyle that's in the comments right now. Um, I called you on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it before the show. Sostradamus. So you can run with that if you'd like. So whenever you have a good prediction and you make it, it Sostradamus makes the pick. You put out a video two years ago about the Dallas Cowboys and fuck. <laughs> you know, like you're pretty, pretty spot on. You even said Cooper would get traded for a fourth. That's the only thing you were wrong with. He actually got traded for less value for a fifth. So anyway, back to your rundown, Gooch. Yes. Yeah, so we talked about the Yankees. How about them Mets? Look, the wheels didn't come off, but they are kind of coming off. Oh, a they're shaky. Bit. They just got swept by the lowly Cubs. It's the Cubs. Basically, it was their World Series. Tip your hat to them. They came in and they played hard baseball. The Mets, they got to get it together in this stretch run because Atlanta doesn't lose. I predicted yesterday that the Mets or this week that the Mets would win the East. I still am going to stand by that. I'm not going to jump ship just yet. So get it together, Mets, so you can make it right. You know what? Right. Nah, keep going. I'll just um, piggyback back. One more thing with baseball. Justin Verlander is set to return Friday. Mm-hmm. An all-around piece of shit, I but like a really that, good Scooby. pitcher. <laughs> um, what do we got? What do we Perfect got? Perfect timing. What do we got? NFL stuff going on. Cam Akers, it was a topic of conversation since last Thursday because he didn't get any uh, – he didn't. He had three carries. Everybody anticipated a larger role. Cam Akers is one of those people included in the everybody. He did not know going into the game that he wasn't going to be given the ball. And I find that a little weird Ooh. because did you not go through walkthroughs on Wednesday? Maybe he wasn't you know? there. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't there. Maybe miss walkthroughs. He, like, yeah, he play. said that uh, McVay never had any conversation with him leading up to the game. That that conversation was had in camp. Mm. And my, I guess my understanding is it is that McVay had the conversation with him in camp and He's like, well, I'm not going to say it twice. He told him, and he didn't respond. So now you got to do a little more, Cam, because we're counting on you, buddy, me and everybody else who drafted you. Uh, TJ Watt was placed on the injured reserve. The, uh, that means he's out for a minimum of six weeks. 
I think that he should be because he avoided surgery. He might be able to return on that timeline. Um, Kenneth Walker III is going to suit up on Sunday and give it a go this week in his NFL. It's his debut, right? Yes, sir. In his NFL debut against the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, we're only two weeks in, bro. How, you know, if he didn't I just play wasn't positive week. if he played, and I didn't know if it was an injury. I was Full disclosure, I'm going to keep it real. I wasn't really in tune with uh, Kenneth Walker. Okay. Uh, anyway, fuck you, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson is back at practice in a positive uh, news for the Jets. Uh, I know that Joe Flacco isn't going to get it done. They need Zach Wilson back if they're going to go anywhere this season. Tonight's game, J.C. Jackson is a game-time decision. We'll get a little bit more into that later. They could definitely use him in the lineup. So I guess we're going to have to wait and see if I'm going to play that game, how, how I'll play that game and wait and see on the J.C. Jackson news. I'm not sure how healthy he'll be even if he does go. But um, – NBA news. NBA stars spoke out yesterday about the news that came out or the, let, the, the fine, the <laughs> suspension. So LeBron James, Chris Paul, they were they were upset with the NBA's decision to not come down as harsh as or harsh enough on the the Suns owner and governor. Was it Sarver? Robert Sarver? Sure. Look, one year, 10 million. Donald or was it Sterling? Is it Donald Sterling? Yeah. Yes. Sterling got fined 2.5 million, but he got a lifetime ban. This guy got a $10 million fine, but he's only suspended for one year. The players don't think that he should be allowed back. What's the Sterling stuff? Wasn't there a phone call or audio or something more? Yeah. There was yeah. definitely there, more there hard was, evidence on Sterling. There was It was a definitely a different situation because it was isolating a, a specific group of people in the Sterling thing, and there was a little more evidence. I wouldn't say there was more evidence because the evidence in this case was pretty damning as well. It's just, it was more of like a, workplace misconduct more so than an actual like he's a racist nonetheless <laughs> we'll okay, there it is. um tom dot coach came out and said that he's gonna be fighting his next fight and wait i think we all knew that yeah. that is all for my rundown back to you dave all right well i had a couple things to get off of the rundown uh so the mets i don't want to dismiss this because i know that aj was in there and i heard him in his voice like what the fuck are these fucks doing so here's the thing um, the Mets and everybody's been confident about the Mets, including myself. I thought, you know, they're gonna run through and get to the playoffs and blah blah blah. They're not playing good baseball right now. And you know, when when Keith Hernandez and, and Ron Darling and that broadcast start talking shit, you know, you know there's something going on, right? What's wrong? What? Oh. God, Solid. Not on our side. Yeah, no, it is on our side. I'm looking right at it. I mean, like, you're not yeah, no, whatever. Um, so when do we burn down Optimum? Okay, so what is happening for the first time? You know what's funny? Uh, Chris, man, you said it. You said it right before the show. Like, this, we, oh, we've been on a roll. Things are going good. What's up, Nick? Yeah, <laughs> what's up, Nick? Right. I don't know when that's going to come back. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know because I'm never watching the stream right now, so I don't know. Exactly how bad it is right now. I am. Oh, you're all over the place. All right, so you're we're choppy there. I'm skipping. We can still hear you pretty clearly. All right. Well, in any event, the Mets, uh, Ron Darling and, and and those guys, they came out and said, you know, um, that they got to get off Twitter. They got to get off their socials. They got to stop talking the big game. You know, it wasn't it. What's this guy the other day? Seinfeld came back and said, you know, uh, Timmy Trumpet. Ruined Timmy it. Trumpet. What are we doing with yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like. So it, it's it's difficult to 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 grasp right now, um, but the Mets the Mets are in trouble, and I, I wouldn't say trouble in the in the sense of not gonna like the playoffs. Like they're gonna be there, 
But don't you want to be playing your best baseball down the stretch like this, man? You know, and like this is a little bit more alarming than people think. Yeah, of course, of course you want to. But really, the the thing that stops all the bleeding is if the Mets get the performances that they expect to get out of their stud aces in the postseason, they're going to be a force. That's yeah. really all it comes Correct. down to. I agree. Playoffs, everybody's zero and zero. You want to be playing better, and the bats have to work a little bit in the playoffs, but they are going to have the luxury of having those two guys going four times in a seven-game series, maybe five. If, if if need be, because Max is a psychopath. Yeah. Uh, Janine's coming in the chat saying, morning. Janine, uh, I know you're catching up live. We did do your your giveaway. Everybody's pumped. There are multiple. I got one here, three in here. There's like seven over here. So there's multiple guesses. So people are getting involved with absolute eyewear uh, via that. But, yeah, the Mets thing is a tricky situation. Um but like you said, if the if this you know if they get back to playing the way they've been playing um, previously to this little skid, they're going to be fine. I just know the Mets fans have seen this before. They've seen this last second collapse before, so I know they're having those kinds of vibes and thoughts. That's the only reason. That's the only thing I'll say about it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, as a fan of any team, when you're playing well and then all of a sudden you're not, as things approach the the time that matters most, you're going to have a little bit of uneasiness. But like I said, those starters make things a lot better. And it is a new organization. It is a new regime. I would there is that that lingering aspect of being a Mets fan, though, that the wheels will come off and they are going to come off. They are maintaining Atlanta. Kyle came in the comments. Like I wasn't really tracking Atlanta. He said that they're losing baseball games too. So the Mets have managed to hang on to first place. Yeah. They get that series. It's all going to come down to the final week. The the that Mets Brave series wraps up the season. That's going to be playoff baseball essentially yeah you're right that, that's going to be must-see tv staying within the uh sounds like mets sounds like jets the jets now real quick with that i'm going to say this before you let a season get away you got zach wilson back at practice right and that's great um he's making his way back i'm sure he'll suit up within the next couple of weeks however you don't want to lose this game against cleveland you just don't um and i think the key to success for this game and we'll obviously talk more about it tomorrow when we do our leans and everything like that but like they have to make a change if Flacco gets off to the same start that he got last week. Because if you thought Baltimore's defensive front was fun <laughs> to deal with, you're about to get Miles Garrett and Clowney and company breathing down your neck. You got to make a switch. If Mike White has any wheels whatsoever, which we've seen him kind of dance around a little bit, you got to make the switch. You got to get this win, Jets. You have to. You cannot start the season 0-2 because there's a lot of heat coming down on Robert Sala right now. A lot. Uh, because he's doing the whole like, oh yeah, you know, say what you want, you know, we're gonna be fine. But you're four and fourteen in your first eighteen games as a head coach. This is not a good look. Fix it. I agree. Fix it. He gets a longer leash because of the situation he inherited, but everybody expected more out of Robert Sala. So I agree. I wouldn't say the he's in the hot seat because because of the long leash and because of the situation. It is a super young team. The quarterback is out, so there is. Built-in excuses for him and his situation and his case to be made for keeping his job. I don't That's think what I meant. The receipts, Mike. Hawaii, Mike coming in. Yeah, he's talking about. Oh, we're keeping receipts. Yeah, good. Like, what's that? What is that going to do for you? It's going to do nothing. Maybe the players like it. I think Robert. Sure, Sellers he's a player's, a player's coach. coach but right. you gotta, he's a player's you coach. Football games at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. This is the NFL. Win four and twelve. Is that what you said? Four and eighteen. Four and, four and fourteen is first. 14, fourteen. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Um, AJ's thinking that the defense is going to take a big step forward this week. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. They're going to have to win this game like 13-10 or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you know you're not going to put up points, fine. But you got to stop your Kobe Brissett. And that doesn't sound like a tall order. But then you got the Chubbs and the Hunts. And the Amari Cooper was very quiet last year, uh, last week. So, like, you're wondering if he's going to get involved. And your boy, 
people's jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they got some weapons over there. And then Joku, right? You got to worry about these guys. So I don't listen, rooting for the Jets, but we'll see what happens. All right, moving on over to before we get into um no, we'll get right into it because there was a a big time conversation to be had as far as a little bit of fantasy talk, right? Yeah. So this was interesting stuff because it's not like it's overreactions, uh, but it is like, hey, what the hell is going to happen the rest of the way with based off of what we saw in week one? It's like almost like a what we learned concept, I guess you could say. I guess it's individual to the player in the situation. Right. As as the player comes up, and we'll, we'll assess how we're going to approach it. Yeah. That's the best way to put this because there is situations that are different. Certain guys, there's injury situations that might put them in a better or worse spot. So you could pull up the graphic. Yeah, it's 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 um it's interesting because we're gonna start with the NFC East. So that one right there, there you go. So the football fantasy forum wide receivers in the NFC. East. So these are the guys that we all watched in Week One, mm-hmm. and we all have questions about in Week One because I guess we could start at the top with CD, like CD Lamb. There's a big trickle down effect that happens when Dak Prescott goes down or will there be so my question is or my answer before you even ask the question I'm assuming your question about CD is with no Dak is he gonna drop in performance right I mean that's what the assumption I don't looking at the projections across all fantasy sites they don't seem to be much of a dip honestly he's he's looking like he's on par for what they would have expected with Dak I think in this situation, maybe the, the game script is going to change a lot in the second half of these games because the Cowboys probably will be down a little bit more often than they would have been if Dak was the quarterback. So we can understand that aspect of it. They might be playing from behind. Maybe. I don't see many viable options well, and on Dallas outside of CD right now. Nobody else has stepped up. Michael Gallup isn't, isn't fully back from injury yet. So based on the volume, I could see Dalton Schultz actually maybe getting a spike in volume because of the – propensity for an inexperienced quarterback to go to his tight end it sounds ridiculous but it is a true thing like the backups and the lower tier guys will get fed more because those are the guys that cooper rush is used to throwing to in practice if if he's working with that's why Fahoko got like four grabs at the end of the the game number twos then all of a sudden these guys are going to be the guys that he's comfortable with so they might get a little more playing time but they're they're looking for someone in that role to step up anyway so it could be a good situation for somebody like that, but I don't know that it's going to – there's no way that CD is better with Cooper Rush, but I don't know that he's much worse. I wouldn't really be too concerned about CD Lamb. So Kyle is saying, I would love to see Dallas with a straight running quarterback while Dak's out. I'm going to tell you right now, if he's on he's on the roster already, and it's Will Greer, that boy can move. That's he true. is a running quarterback. He's a running first quarterback and can lace it when needed. So how short is the leash of Cooper Rush? I don't know, but if they're going into halftime and they haven't scored yet, there might be a quick change. There might be. Who knows? But what I will say is this. It's not going to be all dictated based off the quarterback play. Cooper Rush is a capable quarterback. I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he's bad. He's a capable quarterback. It's up to C.D. Lamb. I looked at the numbers, and you know, you guys are analytic guys. Go look at the separation numbers, the, the yards that C.D. Lamb was able to get free. They didn't exist in week one. So that's where C.D. Lamb I worry about. Is he a number one receiver? I'm tired of the people saying he's not based off of one week. Everybody calm down, but he's going to have to body some guys. They're also not going to be playing Tampa Bay every week. Exactly. That was the, the Tampa Bay is being touted right now be as the best winnable, in there, the NFC. There's going to be some winnable games because the NFC East has some teams that aren't good. Washington's the underdog against Detroit. They play them twice. The Giants, they played well week one, but if you look at the tale of two halves, they didn't play well in the first half. Which Giants team are we going to see going forward? It's we'll true. talk about them in a few 
like I said, I'm not too, I'm not totally out on CD. I'm, I'm invested in him this year and I'm not really um, looking to get rid of him because honestly, the value right now is probably at its all time lowest, at least right now going into this season, his value was fairly high. I was seeing him going in this late second, early third, the latest. And right now, if they did a redraft, you would probably put CD maybe in the fourth round, maybe back into the third, three, four turn. So I don't think there's much of a, uh, of a, of a difference there. And Kyle Kerm say he thinks Tampa Bay might have the best defense in football right now. And that, and that's, that's definitely up there. So, you know, if Dallas sees them down the road in a playoff situation, if they make the playoffs, then maybe things could be different. Like what, and would you, adjust. what would you consider a, a a good season, an adequate season? If if CD has 80, 83 catches for a, a thousand yards and eight touchdowns, I'll take that. Maybe not what I would anticipated when I drafted him, but I would take that. I want to look at CD Lamb's uh, career stats Scoop. just because I want. Go ahead. Scoop wants to know. Someone offered me Lamb and Hawkinson for Mark Andrews and Mooney. Yes or no? Mark Andrews and oh, Mooney. Ooh. Mm, Ooh, no. Man. The answer is no, Scoop. <laughs> the answer is no. Uh, so just last year in 2021, CD had 79 grabs for 1,100 yards, six tugs. And then in his rookie year, 2020, the odd year, 74 grabs, 935 yards, five touchdowns. So clearly his range is anywhere between 75 and 80. As far as the catches go, that's with Dak Prescott. Year three, they were actually that's not true. Twenty twenty, they had Andy Dalton, so it's like he yeah. hasn't had last year's that's first true. full well, season well, there you with go. Dak. He had eleven hundred yards. There you go. In his rookie season with Andy Dalton, who was probably a little more capable than Cooper Rush, but a backup quarterback nonetheless. Seventy four grabs. Yeah, seventy four grabs. I think I think CD will be fine. Okay, he's too talented to just take out altogether. And injury aside, that's the only thing that'll shut him down completely. Agreed. Agreed. Who do you got next? We got uh, Devontae Smith. Okay, so. He was a non-factor in week one, right? So he had zero catches. Zero. Like, blanked. Goosey. Nothing, right? So now you saw A.J. Brown get fed and fed hard and a lot. You know what I mean? So is that going to be the thing or is Devonta Smith? Like, Devonta Smith didn't have to get used to a new offense. He didn't have to get used to new anything. He just, I guess, wasn't open enough for him to even get target. I don't even know. Do you have any targets? I'm not sure about his, his uh, target share, but... What I do know is going into the season, that was my worry about a guy like Javon, uh, Devontae Smith was that he's a boomer bust guy. I look at him and I'm, it's a lot like a Deshaun Jackson to me where you're going to get maybe two catches for uh, 100 yards and, and two touchdowns mm. in some games, and that's how you're going to get some uh, value out of him. But there is going to be some weeks where he just disappears because he's not going to be a guy that gets the high volume, especially with A.J. Brown in town. I expect him to be boomer bust. As we go forward the entire season, there's going to be weeks where starting him is like you can't you can't not start him. And then the following week, you're going to start him and he's going to shit to bed. You might have a tough time picking those weeks out. Um, have fun with that one. I'm, I was out on him in the draft, and I'm definitely out on him still. He did have uh, one catch that was negated by a penalty, Devonta Smith. So <laughs> he did catch a ball, but that's, that's really all I got. Um, yeah, I'm not out on this guy yet. I think that the Eagles do need a number two. You trade away Jalen Rager. They need this guy to do well, you know, and he was better last year when he was, I mean, he was the number one technically, but you know, he was a rookie and he wasn't getting the respect. And now he got another guy, a number one there in AJ Brown that he still might not get the attention. I didn't look at the film. I didn't look at how he played. So I don't know anything about how they used him because they might've, his usage may have been the key reason why AJ Brown got so much because you have to respect that speed and they have to keep a safety a little bit over the top of a guy like Devontae. So, yeah, 
See how I'm it goes still, forward. AJ Brown's gonna beast all year. We all know that as long as he's healthy. I was gonna say as guy, long as he's upright, then boomer bust. Boomer bust week in, week out. All right. Uh moving on to another team in the NFC East is Kadarius Tony. So now he wasn't involved in the game plan almost at all. Seven but, plays. Right. So was that more a by design, or is he just not ready? Like I it's a very that's a very, very scary situation if you're a Kadarius Tony owner. When you drafted him this year, you're like He's got to be the guy because, you know, Galladay is a disappointment and the other guy's hurt. The rookie's hurt, right? So, like, all of a sudden, Tony's going to be that guy to get the targets and get the ball. Seven plays, not just tar- plays, bro. So, where's your worry factor? If you're like, if you're, if your worry level's at a zero and then there's a hundred, I'll put it at 10, make it easy. Zero to 10, where's your worry on Kadarius Tony? My worry is definitely present. I expected them, them to be, kind of feature him a little bit in the mm. offense. I think he's their most talented receiver. But what Agreed. I see here is a head coach that is not playing games. He doesn't think that Kadarius Tony is doing enough, and he's doing it, and he's not saying it the way McVay was saying it, but you could tell that's the message that he's delivering right. to the player. They asked him about it, and he said, look, we we rotated the guys we thought were playing well, and I needed to see a little bit more out of him in practice in terms of getting understanding what we have going on with the offense and just playing his day. Kadarius Tony handled it well, but he was a no-show in camp a couple times, so there's a little bit of attitude things that are going on with Tony. I think that's the whole story on him coming in. I'm not uh, look, look at Brandon Ayuk last year. That's the guy that kind of pops into my head when I think about Kadarius Tony. Ayuk was in the doghouse in Shanahan's doghouse the yeah. season and he responded. Shanahan handled it the same way that kind of Brian Dable's handling it where it wasn't a public thrashing, but he was saying, "Look, you need to respond to this and you got to do do a little bit better. Hold yourself a little more accountable." See where Kadarius Tony goes with it. I think he's in the the right situation now with the right leadership that might bring him along just the way he needs to be. The talent is there. I would hang on to a guy like Kadarius Tony. Okay. Don't drop him because his projections are seven. Now we've seen all, you know, obviously we're talking about CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver one, Devonta Smith, clear cut, wide receiver two. Tony is a is a mystery. The bigger mystery, I think, is in Washington right now. And, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, the a bad situation to be in if you're the commanders. I think they're they're in a better situation right now because obviously their number one is scary Terry, but who the hell's number two? Like you saw Jahad Dotson doing very, very well for himself in his first game ever as a professional. Right. And then you still have guys like Curtis Samuel, who's more of a, like a Swiss army knife, but is on the field a lot. So like, who are you looking at Gooch as the wide receiver two in, uh, in Washington? I almost think that both guys have similar value because one guy is an injury risk, and I know that a lot of the people, mainly Rube, don't believe in injury-prone players. I mean, Curtis Samuel, the way they use him, he gets the ball out of the backfield a little bit. He's not the biggest guy, and he has been hurt. But if Curtis Samuel stays healthy, Curtis Samuel is going to do really well on that offense. Carson Wentz abuses the slot. He constantly goes to the slot in his entire career. So if that works out, you saw the usage – he played 71% of the snaps, and I think he got 30% of the target shares. So basically, when Curtis Samuel is on the field, he's, he's getting, getting the, the ball. ball. Right, he's getting the ball. Or they're looking to get him the ball, or they're looking to make people think he's getting the ball. So they could. So he's a very big component to what they're going to be able to do this year. Um, I'm, I'm saying Samuel right now, but if Curtis Samuel goes down, Jahan Dotson, he does have standalone value, but you're not going to want to be starting him week to week. Would you start? Would you put? Does does Samuel have any kind of starting? I'm power? starting Samuel if I have him in a deeper league, 100. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do a lot better when he's in the lineup than people think. He could be one of those guys this year that help you win a fantasy league if he could stay healthy. Okay, 
Um, you also had a couple questions about <laughs> some other situations as far as uh, uh, Kenny Pickett, right? Did yes. you just say something about Kenny Pickett? What was that? About? Well, I'm just concerned. I'm not concerned. I just want to know what the odds makers are thinking about Mitch Trubisky. The, the Steelers, I feel like they shouldn't be getting points at home to the Patriots uh, or a point at that. I don't know what the point spread is, if it moved or not. But yesterday, as, as of yesterday morning show, the Steelers are getting a point from the Patriots. I think that's absurd to me. And it Isn't has to Jones hurt. He's banged up. Yeah. Even that's even more absurd. If Mac Jones is hurt, why are they favored on the road in Pittsburgh? Is Mitch Trubisky really that bad? Was yes, was last week really oh, an anomaly? I know TJ Watt is out, but the Patriots are favored against Pittsburgh. I know Najee Harris is banged up, but he's gonna play. So maybe it's the injuries. But the, the Patriots did nothing. And it's a road game. I feel like yeah, at worse. best to pick yeah. them, but I'm giving I'm giving the edge to Pittsburgh. But because of the point spread, it's got me feeling a little weird about it. Like, does that mean New England wins this game? And is it really just circling around to Mitch Trubisky just isn't good, and Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy very soon? Hmm. How how soon do you think before Kenny Pickett's a starter in Pittsburgh? Depends on their record, I think. It's, I a, it, it's, it's all W's are my biggest stat when it comes to a quarterback. If they're not losing games and Mitch Trubisky's there, then, they, then he's he not coming he, out of the game. He certainly me. didn't win that game. For no, me. no, no, I, but that's fine. Yeah. But he didn't lose it either. But he kind of did. But like, he did it though. Well, no, Burrow lost the game. If there was one guy that yeah, lost, but Burrow's the game, not in jeopardy to get bitched. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but to the point is that Mitch Trubisky did everything to lose that game. He did nothing to win it. He did some things to win it, like he played in it. But he, <laughs> he didn't really – he didn't succeed in that game. He turned mm -hmm. the ball over a ton. He wasn't taking care of the football. Can he, if you're going to be back there making mistakes, you might as well be a rookie. Just did a live transaction, by the way, during the show. Curtis Samuel was available in my league, and I took him, and I cut Kadarius Tony. I think I'm out on Tony. All right, so who else did you not cut? Who else did I not cut? Yeah. I have Samuel. You'll 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 be impressed. Well, not impressed, but these are the guys I didn't cut. Now I'm not going to go back into my league and be like that was a mistake. You know, like I, this is where I did. Um, who didn't I cut? I did not cut Cam Akers on my bench. I no, did not. Cut, I did not cut Khalil Herbert on my bench. Okay. I did not cut Kenneth Walker. Okay. I did not cut Amari Cooper, and I did not cut George Kittle. Right. And now I have Curtis Samuel. Not a bad and, bench. And, and it would be cool if you were able to put Kittle on the IR. You wouldn't have to cut anybody. But Fuck so. off, dude. My dad texted me this morning. I sent you that text. He's like, because of our archaic league, I can't put Dak on the IR. I'm like, blame Jerry Jones. That's not my fault. Put him on the IR. It's where he belongs. He's like, he's delusional. He said he's delusional if you think he's coming back in four games. I'm like, Dad, he's been delusional for like 20 years now. So this is not breaking news out of Jerry Jones. Isn't Eli Mitchell hurt, Nick? I just cut Dak yeah, today. Yeah, but kept like, Eli Mitchell instead. Both hurt, Why would you cut Dak? Because of uh, he's probably playing. The he's shitty, not in my league. It's league Nick. Like or they only have one IR spot, and he can't. And he can't IR two guys. Cut Dak Prescott. Be ashamed of so, yourself. Want to talk a little bit about my um, my trade? Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, actually. Well, first you could put Rob's our, in, our, our name Rob's tags in this league. Too. Yeah, I, I'm sure Rob didn't even see it. Well, I, I was on there this morning. I, I okay, we didn't see here. Here, here, here. He's, he's let me, let, so let me paint the about, picture. I think it's just a neutral party here. I'm parts. a neutral party. I'm not in this league. Yes, you are. Oh, it's the Dynasty League. Son of a bitch. I am in this league. About neutral party. All right, so this is then, why there's multiple players in the Dynasty League in this chat. So yes, yes, yes. And I'm sure somebody just completely brushed over the fact that Sean Redden, newcomer, Eagles fan, scum, uh, good guy overall. He just beat me last week. Yeah, well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Sean Redden. Decided to trade. Trade. No, it's not Sean Redden. 
You said it was Sean. I did not. I said it was Bobby. Oh, it was Bobby, Bobby Fitz's, Fitz's brother. brother. Sorry, Ryan, Sean. Ryan, You're still skipping back for like yeah, the Eagles. I didn't mean to shout you out like that. For what you- uh, no, <laughs> I love the. De- <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, still scum, Eagles fan. Love you, though. You're a good guy. I like you a lot, actually. Uh, good guy. Good guy. Bobby Fitz's brother. Okay? Ryan Berg. Ryan Berg. If you're listening. It's a very good trade. It's not. It is. It's just not. All right, here it is. All right. So after one week of football, okay. Ryan Berg traded Jonathan Taylor away from his team. In a fucking dynasty league. For what? For Joe Mixon. Right. And Gabriel Davis. Stop me. When when so like, it's like I, a, fir- a first round pick for no, a first round pick. No. That no, no. And that was your first round selection. The the comparison between Jonathan Taylor and, and Joe Mixon is not close. So running back one and running back four. What is good trade for, for Jonathan Taylor then? Here's here's a good trade. Like, what, what, Jonathan I, Taylor, I feel like that's a here's good the trade. value for Jonathan his Taylor's trade now, market. Better. You don't trade Jonathan Taylor. That's your deal. That's your that that is your hard done that done. <laughs> like I got no words for this shit. You're like you come in a oh, I made a trade and I was like oh great what is it and in my mind I'm like ah oh, this is gonna be this is gonna blow my mind right now I know it and he told me that he traded Jonathan Taylor away and I'm like in a dynasty league meaning you would have had this guy for the next eight nine years of your existence and you decided nope I'd rather have Joe stub my toe Mixon and a guy in Gabe Davis who can fall off the face Joe of the Mixon, earth in Joe two Mixon weeks was the RB four last year. And he's also going to be done and RB done in three, four years. Three, four years is a lot of football. Yeah, but you have eight, nine, ten years oh, with fucking uh, Taylor. He, they can equally be both done. In it doesn't three matter. Or four this league's going to be folded in one year anyway. Oh, stop. <laughs> I've been saying that since Jump Street. Any, anyway, I'm going to go. Uh, no shit. See, Mike, I can't. I can't do this. Mike said, you dropped the whole don't talk about your fantasy. Bro, he's literally saying no shade. I'm glad. No, no, no. That's like saying no offense. You're kind of ugly. But because I said no offense. I you're good. Think, I think you're misinterpreting. I think you're misinterpreting too. That's the high road. I think oh, he's, shit. Saying, he's saying he's saying <laughs> Tyra, I'll no run my shoulder. Like, Where I want no, no shade. He's like I like the fact that you're yeah, talking about your that's what he's saying this year. That's Last year he it. thought it was. Wait, he said I lo- I'm. Oh, I'm glad you dropped. <laughs> See why you can't <laughs> fucking <laughs> talk, Dave? You got fucking. Yo, Mike. Yo, shout out to Mike, bro. That was good. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. I haven't looked at any of the comments, and I'm like looking over. I'm looking quick. Sincere. No shade at all. In what world can you have mixing for ten years? You see, come on, bro. The guy's been playing for six. Willis McGahee played for like four. Because he was a pass blocker at the end of his career. Don't say it. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Didn't you draft Zeke in this league? Oh yes. Because whatever team he's playing for next year, he'll be good. Um, <laughs> look, look, it's a, it's a solid. I know, trade. Mike. You're it being is a good trade. It's you. not, a, it's not an unfair trade. I like the trade because my philosophy, you got Jonathan Taylor. My philosophy in, in dynasty leagues is collect the best players possible. That's my philosophy. But if you look at, if you look at Ryan's team, can you question first, first uh, dynasty league guy here? Um, can you trade next year's draft picks? Yes. But next really? year's draft picks don't really aren't the valuable because it's just it's just a scrum of the no, people that weren't they're kept. extremely valuable if because if you need if you need, if you need a running back if you need a receiver and there's a stud like the Ohio State kid, yeah, okay, okay, you know, yeah. so like he's going to be the first pick probably How do you next know who's year's. Got what pick next year? It's, it's your no. Nobody is, knows your first. But any any team doesn't know. You don't pick. know. It's like based on as the season progresses, you start to see things like, all right, this team is good. They're going to have a shitty first round pick next year. But you're going to start to see Javante. the bad teams will have high picks. All right, I get it. Dave's fantasy the team should be Javante Williams country. I I don't even have Javante. 
in any of these leagues, I don't you think. You drafted Javante 100% in the Dynasty League. And I got Zeke. I think so. All right. I'm not, it's not my, <laughs> I love that. Not my I'm in five team. goddamn leagues, and I can't keep up anymore. Anyway, sorry about the rant over there, Mike. Luke saying Taylor's overrated. Anyway. He's just a Colts hater. I can understand his um his voice trade on that one, but it's not true. It's definitely terrible. not a terrible trade. Terrible, it's a dynasty terrible, league. Gabriel terrible. Davis is the number two receiver on Buffalo. He's 23. Yeah, and guess what? He's just the talk like, of the town. Just like every other receiver who's coming to this league, their career could be over like that. No, no, You'll no. never no, talk no, no, about no, it. No, 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 no. Let's be real. Receivers last way longer. There's no, no, a no. Very- I'm talking about their hype. Meaning, like Gabe Davis would be, dude. There was, dude, there used to be hype on a lot of guys that you never even heard of anymore. You don't believe after a couple you don't, seasons. You don't believe in Gabriel Davis this year. I have him on all my teams exactly because it's season long, Chris. He's twenty three. I don't the season long. What does this age twenty three have anything to do with non season long? It has like. Then what does age have to do with anything when it call, when we're talking about the? When we're talking about season long. Age means nothing. No, I'm talking and I'm talking about dynasty. Like I traded him in the dynasty. Like I don't give a fuck about your. But I'm saying this, he could be gone in two years as a non-relevant person. The likelihood of that is far more than than Jonathan Taylor falling off the face of the earth. I'm not. Don't saying, tell me. It's I not. don't think that. I don't think that there's a likelihood that either one fall off the earth in the next two years. I think Gabriel Davis at 25 is a better player than he was at 23. Speaking of that, do you guys think the Earth's flat or round? <laughs> Can they really fall off, or they're just floating in the air? Yeah, we are floating in a uh, matrix did see, right did now. Did you see Stephen A. Smith pandering to Kyrie after he talked shit about him in the off in no. last season? No, really? he was like, "Rod oh, Strickland's my man. guy, your uncle. I like my." That was when he we were beefing with him last year, but now he's like Kyrie for MVP. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Stephen. Wait, Stephen A. Backing up, a backing like backpedaling off of one of his takes. Go on. Anyway, uh, I do also want to let you guys know that this uh, show is being brought to you by our friends over at Dat Chat. Um, those guys are doing big things over there with blockchain, NFTs, all that stuff. Uh, the meta universe, all that where you can like order food and not go there anymore. Have you seen that shit, by the way? Like when you can like walk into a McDonald's, but yeah, not yeah, walk yeah, into yeah, a McDonald's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, How do you get the food? They deliver it's a DoorDash. It. It's basically DoorDash, but you're there like a. It's such a schmuck thing. So I don't I know. Thought, I it's cool, I guess. So it, it's it's basically it's like, the like Sims. Fortnite. Remember the Sims? Yeah. Essentially, Same we have this, this world, this meta world, where you walk into the McDonald's and you place your order, like playing a video game. Okay. When they really bring it to you yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. Can I do other things like that? Like I, mean, I would imagine Scott wants his weed delivered to his house. No, 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 I'm not thinking. Yo, I, I met my dealer. I met my dealer on the street in the metaverse. How great would that be? If like you went to your weed guy or anybody that's supplying you with anything and like, but in the metaverse and you'd be like, yo, I need this. And they're like, yeah, here it is. And then like, next thing you know, it's like, <laughs> it's here. And I'm like, what the no, fuck? I thought it meant like the cops when you knocked on the door. <laughs> so Kyle, Kyle's got a question for me. He's a Christian Watson owner. I feel like if you take away the drop ball early in the game, you got to be happy with the amount of production we saw out of him. Yes. Very happy with that. I'm even happy that he got the deep ball. He got open on the deep ball. They drew something up for him early. There was a lot of talk about Romeo Dubs overtaking that spot. And based on week one, it looks like Christian Watson's going to get his chance. I don't know how. And look, even after the drop ball, they still kind of used him a decent amount. So, yes, I'm not I'm not all out on Watson by any stretch. I would like to have seen him catch that touchdown, though. I think all of Packers Nation would have liked to see him catch that <laughs> touchdown. But, yeah, groundbreaking shit Did right there. Like, I really would have liked Rogers, to see him catch that ball. They asked Aaron Rodgers about Amari Rodgers' role in the offense. He's like, I have no idea. He's our kick returner. <laughs> That's fucked. 
stuff. Yo, Rodgers is That's a savage. <laughs> Play He's better. Such a savage, Do better. Bro. Do better. Do Run better. the route. Like you, have, you, we don't know what's going on. Amari Rodgers might just be like, I don't know. You know, like open your fucking playbook. How about <laughs> that? Go to practice and study. Day, man, he said that. Put that in any contract clause, like I.E. Kyler. Uh, so that was dad chat. That was actually supposed to be a plug for them. Also, uh, Steve the guy who's personally responsible for building chopsportsmedia.com. Uh, go check him out. He's offering his services up to anybody that needs a website developed. Um, also, uh, Lowell's down the, I almost said street down the hall. They just made about 25 last night, another 25 coming, uh, t- today or tomorrow. Make it 50 shirts for us to for to give out at Matawan Day. We're excited about Matawan Day. We'll talk about that more as we get closer. Um, and also, just so you know, programming note, I have to just keep reminding you guys, next week, the Chop Sports goes EOD every other day. Uh, so it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, of course, if you want to, and this would actually be a very big benefit to us, once the Mojo Market Report drops on Monday, it would be wonderful if you went on over to that video, which is not live, and dropped a comment and told everybody, gee, well, gee, Willard, you know, this not, guy, he made not, a hell of a it's, signing. It's not that it's wonderful. It's a fucking requirement. Oh, okay. So all, all right. of you guys if watching you, now and later. If you are watching this video right now, you must be watching the video on Monday. Show the love, bro. Show the love, ladies and gentlemen. Much, much appreciated. So before we get to Mojo, we have to take care of our grundles. <laughs> so yeah, we do. have at it. My grundle is well kept, so well, I'm not really concerned about mine. I'm not sure about your guys' grundle. I mean, I'm not talking. But about if it. you head on over to manscaped.com, use the promo code Chop Sports, you get 20% off your entire order. They got the performance package 4.0. It's equipped with the Weed Whacker 2.0, the Lawnmower 4.0. They got all the .0s, and they got the porcelain blade for your booty crack. Look, a nice butt crack snack for mom and dad. I'm not sure how they go about this. The manscape is even it's even good for women. So mom so and dad. They don't discriminate. It is the person scape. <laughs> The personscape, but it's a, you got to buy that manscape.com promo code chop sports. Funny no. story about that. What's up, guys? It's Sturch from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Search sent you. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, Tax Preparation and Planning, Bookkeeping, Payroll, Retirement Planning, Insurance, Asset Protection, and even Life Settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. 
no, 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 we don't do any of that, but that's, uh, yep. All right. Anyway, you still on this? <laughs> because as I get uncomfortable here? No. Okay. <laughs> Can you put the Mojo video on your channel? No. And guys, um, we I, will be putting Mojo clips on our socials. Though. I'm not sure that anybody is really concerned about the game tonight. And I haven't spoken to the boys about it, but that revival pool is alive and kicking. I'm, I don't think you have to have your pick in tonight if you are interested in it. But same rules as the big survivor pool, just not as big because it's only for all you fucking losers out there. Wow. I'm not sure if you have to. Some have of a, us rode with Russ. I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> if you have to have had lost. In week one to qualify, I think they will take anybody. So even if you are in the other pool and you want another crack out at like it, over a hundred, and you cringe. want another crack at it, you're feeling a little froggy, or you just missed out in general, and you felt like, damn, you know, I wanted to get in this, but I missed out on it because I was slacking and I didn't send over that Venmo. You still have an opportunity to get back in it. So revival pool for all the boys and girls out there that want to win. <laughs> oh, I might get a point here. If you didn't clean your taint for baseball season, you're probably not doing it for the winter. He's not wrong. He's not so wrong. If you, but I'm here to lives. Pool, if you get back in the revival pool, can you pick the same team you picked? Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, yeah it's so you can new. go you know, see them uh, do you wrong twice. Imagine that. Matt, what if you went into back a revival back, pool please. and you lost? Not even back to back weeks, same team. No, which, like if I picked the Broncos okay, last week and I lost, okay, and then three okay, weeks later I picked the Broncos and mm -hmm. lose, it's like I would fucking. Since we only have one game to break down, I feel like we got some time out of the week one losses. In the survivor pool, which team has the chance, the best chance? Like, if you got eliminated, picking Denver, they have a good chance to Tyrant lose or win. Too. You know, like who who's going to lose their second straight? That was a, a clear pick. The Rams. Who do the Rams play? They're going to beat the shit out of the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, am I right on that? I think I just had a guess there. The Titans lost too. The Broncos, but nobody. Lost, I don't think like, a couple of people picked the Titans. Yeah. The 49ers, They're going to play Seattle. They're going to beat the shit out of Seattle. bro. That spread is stupid. The Packers. Nobody picked Green Bay on the road. Colts. Now, was it officially you lost? You lost. You have to win to you advance. You have to win to advance. Okay. <clears throat> Colts are probably the, the most likely candidate. Oh, uh, according to Kyle, he's heard some actual extra rules here. Uh, I heard standard survivor pool rules. Torrential rainfall does not result in elimination. So those who pick the 49ers should actually still be alive. I don't know what their rules they're playing. I so guess we're back. Archaic. So are, <laughs> you guys are back. Chop uh, Sports is back. Yeah. But I, I agree. That's why I think like week one was very hard to judge some of these Week one is hard to judge in general. That's why. It was pouring around. That's why, you, that's why Scoop won 13 games because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> and it's just like threw a bunch yes. of darts. He basically did the, the no like offense the to the females. But like, I like colors. the green that's how, he, that's how he picked his fucking favorite team. <laughs> How Rawr, are you a I'm a fan? Jaguar. Look at me. What do you say? What do you say his dad's favorite team was? Remember, like, dude, did you even have a TV in your house? It was like the Jaguars and, <laughs> and the Browns. Else. Yeah, something like it that. It was the like, Browns. Did, did they even like yeah, let you watch Browns. TV? The propaganda in that house. Was My dad's favorite player up. was Bernie Kozar. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. God damn. How about I'm you guys? Like, DK Metcalf. I grew The Belichick era. Belichick. Holy shit. Dad's favorite player was Jim Covert. Wow, or Jimbo! Hey, put some respect on Jimbo's uh, Jim Covers. Who fucking legacy? The jersey that's in my fucking Co office right now. He's the still guy that we're still to figure out how he's in the Hall of Fame and if he's even a real person. He's a real person. He can participate at WrestleMania two. Wrestling's not real to me. That's it. I'm off. The show. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's been a show. Uh, um, what you recall? Wow, the, it immediately got fucking weird. <laughs> you got in here. two I, big fucking wrestling people in here, and you said that. Well, it was the based on the Jim Calvert joke. Take a fucking joke, guys. <laughs> All right, relax. I didn't know you invented it. I did. I did. Um, so, hold on. Since we're big wrestling guys, you know, 
the Fight Factor is now on Pro Wrestling. There you go. Oh, I yes. open the door. Download the here app, for the people. Guys. Yeah, listen, people. if you're a wrestling fan and you're tired of your Monday nights and Wednesday nights, you can watch stuff on demand all the time over at Pro Wrestling TV. Uh, the Shop Sports Fight Factory was just signed to them, so they're airing over there. Video on demand. Uh, library. We're in the like the what's new category, so that's pretty dope. You got Rob and, and Tommy D's yeah, disgusting it was nice face. Nice of Tommy to stroke my ego a little bit on social media. Yeah, he, that, that was like, his longest and only post about the fucking fight factor. I was going to comment. I was going to be like, so is this the only one? Is this the post? That's the post the for the post? fight factory. He'll never do it again. Love you, Tommy. Anyway, you fucking awake apnea motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Moving on. We got a game to play tonight, boys and girls. It's week two of the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs coming off a big, big win um, in week one. And, of course, they're taking on the Chargers, who just squeaked by the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the spread of this game is sitting at four and a half right now. And that was my question. I was going to bring it up to Kyle in the comments um, if he was available tomorrow to come on in. If you want to come on to me, I can speak. Remember that? If you want to come on in for Lean Friday tomorrow, Kyle, you're more than welcome. There's a seat on the couch for you. If not, and you want to call in and do that route, you could do that too. But we'd love for you to participate in Lean Friday tomorrow as we make the rest of our picks. The Friday Lean. The Friday Lean. The, the Friday official, Lean. The Friday Lean. We got to get the uh, like a graphic made of some variation. But anyway, we got a Thursday game before we get to Friday. The Kansas City Chiefs, like I said, coming in 1-0. So are the Chargers. One of these teams are going to lose. Um, well, <laughs> I guess they could tie. But last time these guys faced off, um, it was December 16th of last year. The Chiefs won it by six, 34-28. Multiple factors going into this one, Gooch. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes playing a little bit better than what people had thought without Tyreek Hill last week. He spread the ball around really well, had himself a great game. Um, big losses for the Chargers, man. No Keenan Allen tonight. J.C. Jackson's health is up in the air. So that's a big factor, especially if Mahomes wants to throw the ball around or, uh, again. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, man, uh, something he – a little bit of a rejuvenation. A lot of people kind of gave up on him last year. Um, I wasn't one of them. I think I owned him in fantasy or across a couple leagues, and I was kind of sticking with him, and he kind of showed some life. So, I don't know, Gooch, where do you, where you got this one? Before you make your official pick, just give me a little bit of a preview ski. The Chiefs' offense was humming last week. The Chargers' defense is loaded with star power but I'm not sure they have it all figured out yet because a lot of these guys are just starting to play together. Um, JC Jackson is not back yet. He's a game time decision. I think that matters a lot. In that this means one. he's out. Mm, I don't know. He's going to give it a shot. And mm. that said, I'm not sure how healthy he'll be. I mentioned that in the, in the rundown. The biggest thing for me right here is Austin Eckler. He didn't get used at all in week one or he did, but not enough. And I think they're going to feed him heavy in this one because I don't know that they're going to be able to keep up with no Keenan Allen. No Keenan Allen and the possible back end. They might have to slow this game down a little bit as much as possible. Austin Eckler out of the backfield is the probably the easiest way to do that. I look at Mike Williams. He's probably going to dominate the Chiefs secondary, but it might just be not enough because the Chiefs, I think they might score almost every time they get the ball like they did last Chiefs week. Chiefs coming in second-ranked offense in the league right now. Chargers sitting there at 17th. So, again, one game. Can't go nuts as far as last week. The home opener for Kansas City is going to be a tough – Kansas City is a tough place to play. The Chargers squeaked by. They they kind of controlled the game, but they got away with a lot. Derek Carr made some bad decisions that I don't anticipate Patrick Mahomes making. Mm -mm. The big question mark was the Kansas City defense. It held up last week. They gave up 21, but it was a lot of garbage. 
The Cardinals have a different kind of offense, though. They don't have the size that Mike Williams has. They don't really have the back that Austin Eckler is. So it's a lot different to contain what they're bringing to the table, even without Keenan Allen. Do you want me to make my pick? Why don't you kick it off? Well, first, before we get into that, a reminder. Gooch going into week two is 8-8 eight and eight against the spread on his look. And I have to preface this with a complete disclaimer. Gooch's picks on Thursday and Friday are not necessarily his bets on Sunday. He went live for about eight seconds on Sunday. I'm sure he'll do it again this Sunday at Maybe some point. more than eight seconds. Ma- more than eight we'll seconds this week. But in any event, it's very close. And he's really tracking his shit this year. He would love nothing more than to beat guys like Kyle and stuff like that as far as a head-to-head is concerned. But his leans are what he says here on the show. So I'll, I'll give him that disclaimer. He's eight and eight. Uh, me and Rob are, are <laughs> fuck. Christ went four and 12, (laughs) four and 12 in week one. Very, very bad. Here's the, we got to come back. There's not many receivers that I would start over Mike Williams this week. I think Mike Williams has a chance to be wide receiver one. I a hundred percent agree with you there. Definitely. But he, he could pop. And I do want to say, and and say there is one undefeated member of this chop sports daily community over here at chop studios and it is anthony he is one and oh he made one pick he took the thursday nighter last week and he hit you gotta, it, you gotta, it you're not gonna qualify for the era Ooh. title bro. he's you gonna he's like, gonna qualify like, for like the, uh, i'll say he's gonna qualify for the thursday night special all right so right now him and rob are the only ones to get the thursday night game like uh, right last week so we'll kick it off with you we'll end it with a five all right so i picked the over all right so that that i'm doing myself i'm gonna ride the over every single week with the chiefs until until they prove me otherwise um but in this one i'm gonna go with kansas city again they're playing at home i think that they're truly the better team (laughs) the chargers they played decent but they didn't play as, as well as people expected them to this is one of those games that we circled on the schedule going into the season and as the offseason started to unfold and you saw the chiefs kind of maybe taking a step back but their offensive line is really good. And then the Chargers kind of really just loading up with everybody. It was like Chiefs-Chargers. That's the division. That might even be the AFC next year. It's still the Chiefs for me. Chiefs at home, I'm going to take it. Um, I have to say that that Kyle is thrashing you right now in the comments. I don't know if you can see that far, Anthony. He said, uh, you can't make one pick. Bet the board like a man. Sack up and pick the board. Look, man, he's only here three days a week. <laughs> I, we tried. We tried on Sunday. He got caught up doing some shit, and he didn't send me his picks on time, or he didn't send him his picks at all, actually. Uh, so we couldn't involve him in the whole board. So let's just keep him at Thursday. Uh, as far as this game goes for me, um, Patrick Mahomes did not miss a beat last week. In fact, he was doing his sidearm, his underhand, all that nonsense that he does. And again, first-time fantasy owner is me of Patrick Mahomes. It was very fun to root for the guy. This night, Home opener, J.C. Jackson on the mend, not sure. Chargers will score points. I like the over two, but I do like Kansas City in this game uh, to definitely cover this number. Fade the sauce. Uh, I do like it. So, <laughs> Chargers, for, all right, well, we're fading the sauce. I'm fading the sauce today, and, and typically I don't. So, guys, I'm, char- so hold so on. guys Chargers. Chargers I, hold is on. the pick. Hold on. No, I'm still going to – I'm still sticking with my guns on all this right. one. I think Kansas City's just See, better. the problem is I do this all the time. I make the picks on the show. And then I go to the Sauce Network, and I get their expert analysis. I'm definitely, and I definitely change my pick am, a lot of the times. If I disagree with both of them, it might just take me off the game in general. I liked when I line up with Sauce and Sean, and we all agree on something. I'm like, okay, I feel good because they don't think like a typical Uh-oh. public better. Uh-oh. They are sharps. Sco- uh, Scoop's coming in saying, Chargers plus four and a half, definitely. And then Kyle's very upset because the ice-cold Scoop is agreeing with him. So now he might make his pick different. I'm going to stick to my guns, I think, 
We'll see around eight o'clock when I make my actual bet. But here's, I'm gonna say the Chiefs here for now. Here's the easy way out on this one, Dave. Bet the fucking over, baby. Yeah, well, the you over bet team totals on. You know, both every time root, root, is root. it me? Is it me, or do I think like every time? Like for instance, we walked into today saying like, man, we got to we got ourselves a doozy tonight, right? And then you're like, oh, the over, oh, the when everybody and their mother is saying, oh, the over, oh, the over. Doesn't that like have a recipe for like sixteen ten? No, no. Not you think with, this not is actually gonna hit the over? All right, so the over is it. The only, the only thing I can say is that there is a weird element to this game that one of, one of the guys brought up in the comments, and he's reading that Bucker is out tonight. Yeah, yeah he and, is out. And that being said, that's going to make the game weird. It's going to make it wonky and weird, and they're not going to they're not going to kick field goals. Justin Reed tried to kick a field goal. They're going to go for it on fourth down in situations they would normally not be doing that. Well, so they're definitely going to go for two a bunch. That could that could either be turnover on downs, long drives stalled out with no points, or it could just be more touchdowns because they advance on and fourth. more so points because that two is something to consider, or less, or less. This is going to be one of those wonky games, score wise. When wonky like, gets used twice in a one minute stretch, Mike a wonky. That means the show has to end. <laughs> so, <laughs> like that, twenty nine. Like somebody wins, like like the Chiefs will win twenty nine, twenty four, or some shit, and then not cover, and I'll be fucking pissed <laughs> off. Rob, where are you going with this one, man? We need some redemption here out of both me and you. I am going to take the Chargers. I think oh, that they're going to outscore them. I think Mike Williams is going to step up in a big way, and maybe one of those other receivers steps in there and Keenan Josh Allen, Palmer, you know. The other one too. They had some other name that I heard. Um, Palmer. No, it was somebody Deontay else. Dante Carter. Car. Maybe I, I might know. be getting the first name wrong. A lot of points, but I think not having a kicker is going to come back to come back to haunt them. How about yeah. a little a little sneaky play tonight on a Gerald Everett? He had a touchdown. Bro, he was balling play. out last week. I wonder if the prop beaver has anything. A nice opportunity. I'm curious to know that. Um. All right. So, Kyle, Mr. hold on. Wait a second. What? Kyle, Kyle, I don't even let my mother call me that. <laughs> So I'm not even gonna pull up on the screen. Never. All right. Dad or Bob till I can't. No, you're not a Bob guy. Never, dude. My dad. My dad's a Bob. Bobby. Bobby. Um, <laughs> simply one of those things. A five, man. Keep the streak alive. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm saying the the Chargers win by a missed field goal by the Chiefs for sure. <laughs> well, they don't have a fit. They didn't even have a field goal. They might sign somebody. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're Rodrigo ship is available. Wow. All right. All right. Gonna, All right. The pick is in. So much like last week. It looks like A5 and Rob are on the dogs and we're on the home team. So, or, oh man, big pig Bob. <laughs> BPB. I'm getting a hat. BPB. I love it. That I love good. it. I love it. You're getting a hat. It'll be here the same day BP- as your chop sports yeah, hat no. that you ordered Fuck a it. year and a half ago. Fucking Super Bowls in February. <laughs> Fuck. Give me a hoodie now, another hoodie. Wow, yeah, right. Right. By the time you get your merch, it'll be hoodie season all over again. That Dead middle fun, of winter. Fucked up. I, I own that one. Uh, all right, oh. um, Kyle, you said something about some college football picks that you may or may what not have had. That tonight, there's a, there's a college football game tonight. I think he's just ready to be be. He's generous today. Oh, all yeah, right. He's feeling, drop feeling good. Picks. Scrolling up on the thing, but uh, in any event, before we get to that, be sure to like the video, everybody. I know you guys are watching and enjoying this. Please like it. That that would help us out tremendously. It helps us in the search. Helps us pop up to new viewers. And all that good shit. So, big, big uh, appreciation. He's got three for Saturday. Right now, he's got three for Saturday or tomorrow. Yeah, well, whatever, Kyle. You're gonna come on the show tomorrow. Just we'll, yeah. Well, we'll he, he, he said he's in. too busy, so yeah, he'll no, probably call, call in. in. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We'll I'm just handle it. that tomorrow. You guys got to come around for the, for the picks tomorrow on college football. Didn't uh, didn't <laughs> didn't Joey uh, ask for permission to come in tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe. Uh, Joe. Break bud, buddy. He'll be uh, in here tomorrow that's tonight. Too. So be sure the break buds. I'm not going to stall out. I'm not going out for the game tonight. So I will be watching the break buds with the break. Bu- oh, 
BreakBud's on my laptop, or no, my uh, my phone, and the Chiefs game, unfortunately, is on Amazon Prime. However, I did see this. Now, shout out to Optimum, who completely blow, and we know this because of just, you know, how they've treated us in the past, except for guys like Ray and stuff like that. They, they've treated us nice. Apparently, what I heard today coming in, driving in, that if you have Optimum Cable with an Altice One box, that channel 601 is Prime Video. Like, whatever they're streaming on Prime Video at the time is actually on a cable channel. And 602 is YouTube. How about that? I knew YouTube. I knew YouTube. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And I was That's like, been, oh. YouTube has been around for a while on the on the cable boxes. I has it? For a fact, yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess... Optimum. I mean, uh, Amazon caught up with the times. Nothing. They're not like a multi-trillion dollar. Print. Your remote, though. The same way you would with a fire stick. Just like. What yeah. are you talking about? I'm talking about them being on cable. No, but yeah, yeah but, but YouTube. How do you YouTube, search? Something. You got to search. Stream at the TV. You know, YouTube isn't streaming. Oh yeah, true. Huh. 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 So it's not like you have a button. You don't. You don't have a typewriter on a fire stick remote. Nah, like right now. Wait, he's got pics right now. I said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, there they are, right there. Uh. Notre Dame minus oh Jesus Christ Notre Dame Notre Dame minus eleven Cal is two and zero oh, and everyone's loving the new Jack Plummer Jake's son oh nice uh, new Notre Dame defense is going to be miles shout out to my son uh, better than UNLV and UC Davis Notre Dame in a low scoring blowout twenty seven to six Notre Dame is in a when you talk about must win man holy shit they need a win uh, this week they cannot start zero and three so no. you would assume they win this game but the eleven numbers what scares me man what. What has convinced you, Kyle? I mean, you could probably tell us tomorrow, but what has convinced you that Notre Dame's going to win a game like that, considering what they just went through first first two weeks of the year? It's tough. Save the other two for tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Rob, you use the D-pad on the screen and keyboard like everything else. He's know. talking about the... the oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, it'll work 12%. <laughs> oh, he said he'll save the other two for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he just said that. Okay. All right. Oh. Oh, yeah, you like that? Hey, I'm here. All right, we got things to do, people to see, places to go today. So thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you guys, as always. Back tomorrow for the final time, or at least 10 weeks worth, of uh, a daily show. So tomorrow will be the last Friday that we do on a, on a full full schedule. And then next week, starting next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 11 o'clock, same bad time, same bad channel. And then also check out Mojo, the market report. Uh, we'll be dropping Monday morning at 9.30. So there's the Mojo stock market coming this fall. It is coming, and it's here. So we're excited about that. So thank you, guys, and thank you to Mojo. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday lean. The lean Friday. Or that, too. That one. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.